Peace, God. It says, peace, God. This is your guy, God. With... And this is another episode of Convos with Living Legends. First and foremost, I'd like to give a big shout out to Tracy DeCombe for coming on for episode eight. And we, stuck, we spoke on the um, why it was important for melanin people to get into STEM, STEAM, or STEAM with an extra A. And people who don't know what STEM stands for, that stands for Science, Technology, engineering and math with the with the extra a you add an um, architecture but for me i feel like we gotta add another a to it which is agriculture because i feel like all six components you know make this world go round and today i have a very special guest you know what i mean this brother right here this is a fellow alum of um black man lab this is my brother right here zive zive dl and big brother What's going on, King? How you doing, God? All is well, big brother. All is well in the divine order. Happy to be on the show. And it's uh, to, to follow Tracy's podcast, I'm honored. <laughs> man, listen, man. I, um, <laughs> folks, if you don't know this King right here, this King right here is the founder of a wonderful program called Kind of Gardens that he introduced to Atlanta. And no, I haven't had the pleasure to attend as of yet, which I'm kind of pissed at myself. But this Saturday, I will be attending. I will be amongst these wonderful beings, you know, learning and, you know, being taught how to grow, how to, you know, raise plants, talk to these plants. Like, brother, tell a little, talk to these people and tell them a little bit about yourself and what you got going on. Okay. Um, well, I have been a globe trotter um, since maybe 2008, uh, traveling to... Uh, Zimbabwe, South Africa, Israel, multiple times. Um, I've had a, a beautiful upbringing by two parents who have been lifetime educators. Uh, even beyond them, I come from a family that has produced, you know, principals, um, district, you know, educators, you know, at high levels. And both parents of mine have been awarded teachers of the year multiple times in multiple districts. So, you know, it's, 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 it's only fulfilling looking back that I am where I am now. Um, a little bit about myself relative to kindergartens. Um, I, I, I can't even take, you know, all of the credit. It's, 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 it's been a reflection of the community. You know, uh, it's, it's been a spark intellectually, you know, within my journeys, but it definitely has been a community effort to manifest. Uh, so that's that's just a little tidbit right there up front. Well, you know, brother, you know, I had to bring you on my podcast, Convos with Living Legends. And the reason why I titled it Convos with Living Legends is that to me, you are a living legend. As a melanin being, you're a living legend. And the reason why I have you on, on this podcast is the conversations that we've had in the past was very thoughtful and introspective um, conversations. And I said to myself, why not have you on that show to continue these conversations that we normally tend to have? And what people don't realize is that for me, as a, as, as a community, we don't give each other flowers. You know, we wait till we, mm. we transition off this earth to give each other flowers. No, I'm going to give you your flowers while you're still here with us. I want you to know how much I appreciate you. I want you to know that I see what you're doing for the community and I want to celebrate you and honor you while you're on this show and while we're speaking on these wonderful topics. And today, one of the topics we're going to speak on is why it's important that 
the melanin community in, in knows the importance of agriculture. And since you know you being a you being an educator, especially in the art of knowing how to soil and till the land, you know, please answer that question for me. Tell me why it's important that the melanin community know the importance of agriculture. Well, I would just say just based off of appearance, you know, if you peel back the first layer of grass or leaves from the surface of the topsoil and you put your hand on the soil, you know, most more times than likely that soil is going to look like your complexion, you know. Um, I say, I say, I have to, I say yeah, to that, I say. That's, that's just first and foremost. I mean, the richest soil is melanated, you know what I mean? And to, to, to have a symbiotic relationship, you know, just in the mineral wealth in that soil. And not only that, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's an intrinsic relationship and dynamic to which when we're cultivating the soil, there's a direct reflection on our mental health. Um, so if there's an absence from that, you know, our, our mental health is, is, uh, is, you know, not supported by the soil, meaning in healthy living soil where you have earthworms, microorganisms, you know, you have thousands of different types of bacteria. And there are bacteria that are calibrated by the creator to be able to penetrate the pores in our hands and to travel through our bloodstream, through our heart, into our into our uh, cerebral area and pass through the blood-brain barrier. And this particular bacteria is calibrated to release serotonin in the brain. Just by coming into direct contact with the soil, there is a fortification of our mental health. And for me, I mean, that, that takes a personal uh, story, you know, just in the implementation of Kinder Gardens, having you know, a host of brothers that, you know, lent a strength and came out with some tools and, you know, help source wood chips or help turn over soil, you know, having that physical component of being surrounded by brothers in the midst of a pandemic when everything is, you know, um, changing into something that's far from the known um, and to be so grounded and having your hands in the soil it was healing, you know. Um, you know, starting the garden really was a backyard project. You know, I just wanted to to get out the house during the shut-ins and and grow some food. But you know, my my journeys prior to about seven years were really aligning, you know, with this opportunity. I had traveled to a primary school in Zimbabwe while on a business trip. And um, having befriended an herbalist who was just life set, set on uh, having me visit his children's school, um, I obliged. I was like, you know, I'm curious. I'm interested. And, you know, seeing the conditions of the school, seeing how happy the students and the teachers were to, to, to be a part of that learning portal, it was inspiring and humbling, you know. And to just see how active the children were within the roles of custodianship and you know, landscaping, but they weren't growing food. You know, they had pickaxes and pretending to the soil, but there weren't any, you know, culinary or 
any nutritional elements involved, you know, just it kind of like stuck with me. So, you know, moving forward, the, there was been a, a curriculum in play from that, you know, seed of, of conception uh, to empower them that I was seeking to now instill in my backyard. Um, and, you know, just to, to, to have the community of brothers that came to support in that journey, um, it was just really healing. So I, I think, you know, the, the, the most anticipated thing that any of us can anticipate in our lives as we cultivate the soil and, and introduce our children to, you know, the joy of growing food is, is to anticipate the mental healing and uh, recovery of our mental health um, from that element. To me, I think it's, it's supremely dope due to the fact that, you know, when, when you think about the word me and you break it down, Mother Earth, you know, we don't realize that we are Mother Earth. We are, we are particles of Mother Earth. So every time we take care of Mother Earth, she take care of us right back. You know, there's mm-hmm. a there's an even exchange. You mm-hmm. know, so like just knowing that you're teaching our community how to appreciate her via gardening, that is so that is so wonderful to me because I grew up a country boy in Haiti, and I remember growing up, you know, growing up on a farm, you know, on the mountainside and having to do gardening and farming. And those were things I haven't tapped into for so long, for decades now. And knowing that you have this platform, you have this, you have this platform available to the community, I feel like it's only right that I tap in and come join you guys. Like last year, I've been trying to join you, but you know, I, I always got the dates mixed up. But this time around, it's not. And for real, this time around, because I remember one Saturday, I was driving to the location, and I got lost all throughout college. <laughs> I'm driving all throughout college. Park. I'm pissed. I'm like, I'm trying to garden. You know, I was dressed. Yeah. I was dressed to garden. I had my boots. I had messed up jeans. Oh, I was man. ready. But I guess it wasn't, it wasn't for that moment in time. The universe didn't allow it to be. But I know this Saturday, the universe will make a way for me to partake. And these wonderful ventures that y'all embark on. But like um, with the people that you touch, how inspiring, how rewarding is it for you that you know that you brought this to the community? Okay, so so let me just let me just kind of preface that answer with just kind of an insight to the program itself. So Kinder Gardens Academy is local in the College Park Atlanta area, but it definitely has a global reach. Um, we have four pillars in our uh, academy. Uh, the first is teaching sustainable organic gardening. Second is teaching a sustainable farm to table raw foods culinary uh, program. Then we also have an introduction to eco-friendly entrepreneurship. And then lastly, we have an intro to environmental advocacy. So teaching these four elements to children and you know those that are childlike in, in spirit uh, is, is very fulfilling because you know we, we, we all come to the garden with our own 
our own issues, our own dealings, our own healings. And the garden is the perfect backdrop for all of that, you know, for for a child that is, you know, battling silently with self-image issues, you know, to come around, you know, an outdoor environment that's that's like an oasis coming from, you know, the urban streets of Atlanta to to be able to look around and see freeform locks, natural braids, you know, sister locks, you know, fade, you know, just fro, like all of the elements of natural hair that can exist in a multitude of people, um, is, 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 it helps them to find their place relative to their own self-image right. because they're able to see an array of beauty. Well, I got a shout out to the luck gang. Sorry to cut you off, but shout out to the luck <laughs> gang out there, to everybody in the world with luck. <laughs> know that your hair is power. You know, those yes. are your antennas that reach to the universe. So just know that. Yes. So, you know, within my travels in and throughout Israel, in our community, the Village of Peace, I'm sorry, within the... Um, our community in Demona, Israel, uh, called the Village of Peace, studying within our ministry of divine agriculture. You know, there's a there's a phrase that you know I've brought back with me, and that phrase is, "If you love the land, the land will love you in return." I share. You know, in addition to you know the serotonin giving bacteria, you know, there's a host of of explorations that are happening simultaneously externally as well as internally you know externally when you see you know a small seed like a sunflower you know that you used to just cracking open you know watching the game you know when you see that small seed planted in the ground and you start watching this thing grow up above your ankle your kneecap your your, your waist your shoulder and then you just looking at up you know, this flowering plant towering over you, you know, it's very humbling to realize how much we don't know, you know, um, and then to, 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 to see the correlation between, you know, the maintenance of the garden over a season and, and, and recognizing that whenever there's certain frustrations or certain challenges, sometimes it's best at that moment to go to the garden and to remove the weeds remove those elements that are choking out the nourishment and the the the, the vital uh water and new um and, and 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 space in the garden well that's a reflection of what's happening in our minds you know every time we're uprooting those those weeds is is, is identifying and uprooting a distraction you know that's 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 a conflict of interest to the opportunities that we're pursuing so it, it, it's just really a marriage of culture. And, you know, as an alumni of Habesha Inc., uh, which is also a local uh, agrarian society, shouts out to Habesha in the building. Habesha is an acronym uh, for helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. You know, one thing that I've, I've brought forward you know, within Kindergartens Academy from, from Habesha is there's no culture without agriculture. So, you know, if at any time in our communities and in our schools and in our families that our children are not being 
acclimated to their culture or to gardening or to growing food or to a plant-based lifestyle, they are void of their own culture and susceptible to a alien culture that is, it, it has, you know, the likelihood of viruses and things that, you know, are, are contagions, you know, in their minds relative to their self-image, their self-worth, their value, and, and their perception of their community. You know, we, in Israel, it was also taught that culture, your, practicing your culture is your immune system to societal diseases. So, you know, one thing, you know, based on our philosophy here at Kinder Gardens Academy is that we empower individuals so that they can be kinder to themselves mentally and emotionally. And so that as individuals, collectively, we can be kinder to one another, you know, being supportive and, and encouraging as neighbors and as, as community. And then as a society, we can be kinder to not only the animal kingdom, but the plant kingdom, reflecting of all of the planetary environment so that our children have access to live in a sustainably kinder world. Because we know that if, as a people, we lose our ability to be kind, we have absolutely lost our humanity. Oh, we, we, we definitely have. And I feel like Mother Earth has suffered because of that. You know, us losing our humanity, you know, we, um, I think we have to return to divine beings that we are, the sun people that we are. You know, um, mm -hmm. I think we have to express more love to each other. You know, how can we express love to each other if we're not expressing love to the earth, to Mother Earth? You know, we are Mother Earth. So if we take care of ourselves, we're taking care of Mother Earth. You know, whether that be mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you know, you name it. Um, so like with, with the endeavors that you embark on, I like the fact, like from the time I met you, my brother, you know, it was love. It was genuine love. And one of the things I said when, um, when I went into the, um, the black man lab was, I don't know no one from a can of paint, but I love you all. And I felt the reason why I, I stepped my foot forward that way is that like this show. I don't give my people enough flowers. You know, I never gave my people their flowers. Now I'm changing that narrative. I want to show each other that we can celebrate each other. You know, what you're doing in the community, you actually celebrating the people. You are just bringing them back mm. to their essence. That's all you're doing. Mm. You're bringing the community back to their essence. So by you bringing them back to their essence, you're allowing them to be themselves. By them being themselves, you're giving them their flowers, you know, Sometimes mm. we take certain words too literally and we don't look at the, the grander scope, the bigger picture of that word, said word. And when it's put, and when you put all these words into, you know, sentence form, you know, I just don't know, brother. Like, what you're doing is so big in so many ways. It's good spiritually speaking. It's good mentally speaking. It's good for your emotions. And it's good for your physical. Because you're eating raw plants, you actually, mm -hmm. you actually put in effort to grow this 
thing. You understand? Now, now, okay, let me let me clarify. Let me clarify for your listening audience, right? I am a raw vegan chef in the making. I affirm that, right? Because everybody loves my food. Personally, last year we was we was pulling up everything out the garden and just chefing it up, and people was like, "Yo, how did you marinate this? Like, this is better than tassilis. Like, what is this, bro? You gotta give me the recipe." Well, listen, brother, I'll be there Saturday, so, and I'll 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 be able to. You know, we partake in such wonderful affairs. So, so let me let me just touch on you know the the raw plants, right? Because I don't want people to get the wrong impression that we out in the garden just eating like rabbits. No, no, you know no, 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 like, no. So, let me just tantalize for a second, right? <laughs> so, we have on our curriculum this semester, which we just started last Sunday, which is a a ten week program where we go into like in, intensive training agriculturally, you know, from starting a seed to cultivating, creating compost teas, just you is name it, it the whole gamut, right? It is, we, we're fully booked. We had a, a total of 16 souls that, you know, we have uh, started a journey with. Uh, if you are wanting to uh, be updated on our spring, I mean, on our summer semester, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Kinder Gardens Academy. Uh, in there, you'll find a link tree where you can go to our website, which is youthaidinghumanity.com or .org slash Kinder Gardens. Um, and, you know, you can submit your emails via DM or via um, Youth Aiding Humanity for, you know, our community newsletters, which will be uh, the first way to find out when our next semester will the opening for enrollment in the summer. Uh, but we also are introducing this year our culinary program, which again is a, a food, a farm to table program. Um, so this past week we did an introduction to microgreens and wheatgrass. And that was so inspiring because nobody really knew much uh, relative to the medicinal properties of wheatgrass. And this is something that grows like grass, but it's from the wheat. Uh, green. But we are leading into an introduction to mushrooms, introductions to fermented foods, and, and outlaying all the nutritional properties as we go along. But we will be uh, um, culminating the 10-week the, the curriculum with raw food cuisine. So we'll be making, from the garden now, raw, I'm sorry, a better than meat beet ball and spaghetti so we got spaghetti and meatballs in the garden raw food right no lie then we got a better than crab crab cake that we're going to be making out of zucchini so um then we also have a raw vegan lasagna and you can you can go onto our instagram page and see some of the photos of the food that we made last year and uh it's definitely appetizing definitely something that you know, would be a thrill to present to your family. So we, we definitely have uh, the intent to pull out all the culinary stops to make a transitional from a meat-based lifestyle to a plant-based lifestyle, very easy, very mouthwatering and savoring. So, you know, just, just wanted to clarify for those, you know, people that believe, oh, y'all eating raw plants? Yeah, but this is gourmet you know what i mean this is definitely uh beyond every day and 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 
on a whole nother level. Well, you know, um, I can't wait because I've been I've been following since day one. Um, because I think you you you, you spoke on, you spoke to me about it while at the Black Man Lab, and you was in the beginning stages, and I always wanted to be a part of it. And you know, I was watching from afar from via Instagram, and I'm like, golly, I remember y'all took a trip. I think I went to some town. Like, yes. trust me, brother, I've been I've been paying attention. You know. I've been paying attention. Oh, the only thing is that every time I see that, I see that's my essence. That's how I grew up as. And mm. that's why I was mad at myself last year for um for our misunderstanding. Um it's all good. I'll be there this Saturday enjoying the well, festivities because um this is something I want to get into, you know, because I just feel like I'm just coming back full circle. Yes, indeed. It's it's um just to speak on this Saturday, uh, weather permitting wise, we're going to postpone it because it's, it's like 50 percent thunderstorms, but it will be um, re-dated uh, in the future. So on Instagram, we'll announce that date. We are anticipating the celebration of Kindergarten's birthday. So we're going to be pulling out all the stops just to help celebrate the community. And to celebrate, you know, the opportunity of what so many of us have, being that within our homes, we may have, you know, the space acclimated for an ideal garden. Um, we may have, you know, a deck that could grow food. I mean, just in any capacity, we may even have a family farm, you know, just to, to celebrate our access to the soil and the, 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 the interest, the intent to learn again and to to shed away the the traumatic mindset that you know was was received during the slave you know era you know the transatlantic slave process you know most of us see uh, uh pulled by the road today at a cotton field and our heart starts to beat fast you know what i'm saying so you know what we seek to do is to to to, to reacclimate our people ourselves to to appreciate our connection and our history and our 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 knowledge and to use it to our betterment you know to our empowerment you know so what we're looking to do uh due to weather um being a likely issue this weekend is we'll be postponing our uh, birthday celebration. And if you're following us on Instagram at Kinder Gardens Academy, uh, you'll be notified. Uh, we'll definitely have some promo to announce our birthday celebration. And what we're looking to do is we're looking to celebrate community. You know, so many of us have access to, you know, a family farm or a backyard or just a deck or a few pots on a windowsill. But the 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 element of celebration to what we have access to and what our intentions are as a community is basically a a way to which we can help heal post traumatic slave syndrome because you know many of us look at you know gardening or agriculture as slave labor or slave work you know we we look at it in a belittling term or belittling you know vantage point, not knowing that everyone has to eat food, everything has to come from the soil uh, to that's, that's calibrated to sustain us. And, you know, that stigma of, 
you know, what our ancestors went through and were forced upon them and it not being something that we're wanting to associate with because it's dirty or it's, you know, it, it, it's just far from the truth of it holding um, a key for, for our empowerment. You know, we recently had the, the Honorable Dr. Kabe Kamene um, on our digital discussions platform uh, this past Sunday. And one of the things that he said that was just so empowering to me was, you know, you take a friend who, you know, might have invested in the stock market, you know, has got a big house, nice car, lots of money in the bank, you know, and then you've got uh, someone who they and their sister, you know, have a, a small garden, you know, herbs, flowers, root vegetables, you know, a couple, you know, uh, eggplants, tomatoes, et cetera, you know, just something humble off to the side. And they might be um, on, you know, a pension and things like that. Well, if the grocery stores, the convenience stores, the farmers markets and the, the, the gas stations and takeout restaurants all close down tonight, which one of them would be able to eat tomorrow? And the one that could eat tomorrow is the one that has the power. And that just hit me. And I think, you know, with looking at the parallels of that in, in example onto our communities that are unfortunately and oftentimes engulfed in what are called food deserts, it's very... It's, it's very scary to, to, to see or to think, you know, what if these stores were to close, you know, at, at the at the head of, you know, the Kinder Gardens Academy or the Kinder Gardens movement. That was a question we were looking around and asking ourselves, are we waiting on Kroger's to close before we take, you know, growing our food seriously? Are we waiting on, you know, a, a, a restaurants to shut down before we realize we need to, you know, have something of our own that we can, you know, consume? And that was a real wake up call standing off of Ralph David Abernathy, you know, at eight, eight thirty one morning, you know, with like 10 or 11 brothers, you know, just kind of like inspiring us to really see what we're doing, you know, salute to my brother Ali, you know, and uh, Kareem and Rambo and uh, Azad and, and Ross and Aniyam. Um, I mean, we, we literally were like revolutionaries. We felt like at that moment in that parking lot, you know, there's a photo of us standing there and we were like ready for whatever, you know? Um, and, and just to see that level of anticipation of, of the acquisition of power, it, it, it really was a game changer to really see the impact that what we're doing is quantified at that level of being empowering and revolutionary, you know? So, you know, just to, uh, to touch back onto the birthday party, you know, we're looking to have, you know, uh, tours of the garden, communal painting activities. Um, we have a, uh, garden tour scheduled DJ. Um, it's really going to be, uh, a, an event. You know, um, for children, we got a special surprise for them. It's um, 
I can't go into the detail, but we have what we are looking to erect this year is an outdoor room of nutrition, which will be like a, like into that of a kitchen. And what we would do on that structure is expanding, expand the roof on all sides, maybe about 12 inches, so that we can capture rainwater. And in, in, in constructing this building, we'll be, you know, allowing our current student members to acquire some of the skills required to, you know, learn about building and, 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 and construction, minor construction. But then we're going to take it a step further and connect the water catchment system to a drip line uh, irrigation system. So our students can get hands-on working knowledge about drip irrigation and water contain, uh, collection. Then we're going to take it a step further and put solar panels on the top of that so that we can showcase sustainable you know, power and, 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 and water for a garden that may say be you know, on a rural farm and you don't have a power line system or a you know, faucet that you could turn on and, and water your plants. You know, so we, we're really wanting to make it as practical as possible. We are seeking to fundraise for this project um, and which we'll you know, go into more during our birthday presentation. Um, and, and actually, I, I would be remiss if I did not mention that we are one of many programs under the umbrella of our nonprofit organization, Youth Aiding Humanity Incorporated. Youth Aiding Humanity is exactly what it is. It's a collection of members of the community, likened to myself, and of this generation that are seeking to empower not only our, our peers, but those younger than us. Uh, we have programs such as Kinder Gardens Academy. We also have an African Edenic Heritage Museum, which is a global installment, uh, but is, is gonna be headquartered here in Atlanta digitally. Uh, we have a Edenic Woman rites of passage program for young girls, um, giving them access to mentors, to life's problems. We also have a, a program called Life's Gambit, which teaches children the components of chess, but also correlated to the, the elements of, 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 of building community, how to identify you know, the, the, the different roles that community leaders play and how to how to organize and, 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 and capitalize off of their positioning collectively to an achieved and desired goal. Um, then we also have the Peace Diet Program out of Chicago, uh, teaching children about you know, nutritional supplements and in in, in meditations and mediation in a very uh, violent social atmosphere you know, to help basically detoxify their minds so that they can process more clearly how to communicate themselves and to, and to be nourished enough to be able to fortify their, their, their emotions. So it's, it's a vast array of, of programs um, within, the non, within the nonprofit sector that are designed to empower the youth to aid humanity in being 
more sustainable, more uh, inclusively harmonic with ourselves and rebuild, you know, what so much of what we've lost. Man, I, I would say what I, I do appreciate about you is hearing the passion as you speak on all these endeavors. And I would like to ask you this. Do you feel like you're walking in your life's purpose and your life's mission? Or you feel that there's there's more for you to do? I definitely feel as though I'm 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 walking in my life's purpose. You know, it's it's been some some questions um, on my end at different times that you know I've had to really sit with, and it, you know, man, like this 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 garden started with me walking on faith to the point where, you know, I'm, I'm with a suitcase full of tools, getting onto the bus, getting onto the train, meeting some brothers up in the West End to go and acquire soil chips from Truly Living Well. And the whole time, I'm just like, what are you doing? It's a, it's a pandemic. You're supposed to be in the house. You are... You know, you, like, like, what is this really going to amount to? And to just hear directly from my spirit say, just one foot in front of the other, all will be revealed and learn to trust yourself. To go from that level of, you know, self-reflection and questioning, you know, privately, and then to be vulnerable about that in a, in a not public, but within a, a group of your peers, you know, around a fire and you just like, hey, I'm dealing with some stuff mentally. I'm like, what is what is how is this going to work? What is going to come from this? Is I mean, like this isn't making um, all the sense in the world right now. Nothing is. But to fight through that and to stay grounded and to to really, you know, humble myself and, and, and seek to, to hear from the most high as to 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 what his interest and goals were and how I was to be a vessel, you know, to, to now seeing a full roster of 16 people come and, and, and just to see, or just to hear some of the feedback from their first day of class, you know, it, it, it brought me to tears. It really has been, just fulfilling beyond imagination to 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 give to knowingly give so much having received so much to give and to see that so, there is you know such a, a desire to receive that you know um in return is 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 just very fulfilling so with this course right how mm -hmm. how many how many weeks is this course and do you do the course indoors or outdoors? So the course is a 10-week course. Um, we meet on Sundays and uh, for about four hours outdoors in the garden. So it's a very you know, open-aired, fully immersed into nature. Um, and we're, you know, we have various plots within the, the site. So people get, you know, hands-on experience. There's, there's, there's adequate uh training and question and answers i mean we've got 
Uh, my my co-director, uh, shouts out to Ross Yuda on Instagram, I'm on Healing. Uh, we've got, uh, he's, he's a metaphysical, you know, sports therapist and botanist. I mean, like he's, he's, he's really adequate, um, adequate for any relative questioning to, you know, how to get something to germinate, how to, you know, process a problem in the soils, you know, like he's, he's, he's really the, the agricultural, um, backbone, you know, to the program. And, um, you know, not, not to single him out, but we have, you know, a brother in Ghana now who has been uh, a backbone in the early stages, Azad, Wiselocks um, on Instagram as well. And then, you know, we also have a team inclusive of sisters um, that play a major role with, you know, the admin behind the scenes, you know, um, and it's 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 just it's just a family of 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 like minds that are passionate just as passionate about serving the needs that we all see in the community and it's it's just fulfilling for all of us to to be of service to not only our peers not only the children but our elder as well so we have an elder in our program and she's just thrilled about learning the nutritional component uh, from the garden and the culinary and the agriculture. So, you know, just to see the array of testimonies in the making, um, it's, 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 it's your soul just can't help but celebrate. But, you know, two things I would like to piggyback on, two big things you said. The first thing you said is that you feel like you are a revolutionary, and you are, my brother, because what you are doing is revolutionary because we do not find that in urban communities throughout the United States of America with the triple K. We do mm. not find that. Mm. We do not find that. So what you're doing is revolutionary. And I, I love that you said that. So I say <laughs> to that. I love that you said that. The second thing I want to piggyback on is when you when you just stated that there was a time before you uh you, you went full throttle with kind of gardens, you you rallied around other melanin brothers like yourself. And you was mm -hmm. vulnerable with them. And they was vulnerable with you. And y'all was all sharing with each other. And I just want to tell my male listeners out there, my kings, my warriors out there, like, feel free, brother. Like, let's let's pour into each other. It's okay. You know what I mean? Yes. It don't make us... Nah, we still men at the end of the day. Let's, let's pour into each other. Let's stop looking at each other as enemies. Let's start looking at as frenemies. We're not... We none of that. We're, we're friends. We're brothers. We're in the same struggle. You know, you you is me and I am you. So I just wanted to piggyback on those two things because I felt those two things were pivotal, especially mm. what you're doing right now. Those two key words, those two key phrases, I shaded that, you know, my brother. So carry on, my brother. <laughs> well, well, let me just let me just touch on, you know, the phrase that, that you just used. You know, I, I, I really want us to, you know, just just infuse our consciousness into the language that we're speaking in. I know we're speaking about soil, you know, and, 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 and agriculture, you know, but we, 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 we have to, to realize that our consciousness is ascending. So, you know, as we continue to elevate and as the, 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 the vital, as the vitality in our words inspires us higher and higher, we have to remove ourselves from 
relating to swine. You know what I'm saying? So to okay. piggyback, you know what I mean, is is almost a uh, a detrimental phrase to the point that was being made. And I would like to suggest a a more relevant phrase that could be used to elevate, you know, or to to give a greater eye shade to the points that are being made. And that is simply to say, I'd like to dovetail off of that point. Oh, big bro, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, big bro, I appreciate you for that because I didn't realize, you know what? And you see how society can, society, certain society, societal phrases can yes. be so stuck and become norm. And I didn't even realize, <laughs> piggyback, my brother, you're so right. I don't, you know what? I shaded that. You know what I mean? I shade. I, I shaded shade. that. Thank you. Thank you for imparting. These kind words to me, my brother. I will be mm. very mindful of what comes out my mouth because at the end of the day, I'm an author and I like I go by the phrase, I aspire to inspire others through the power of my words. And I know how mm. much words are powerful and how words can manipulate folks, whether for benevolent or non-benevolent. Mm. So, mm -hmm. my brother, thank you. I learned You're something new today. Welcome. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate you. <laughs> no, for real. For real. Yes. I appreciate you for that because... Thank you. Thank you. That's all I can say. And, <laughs> and just and just to dovetail off of the point that you made to the brothers, you know, I, I'm truly my worst critic. And, you know, at 35 years of age, I'm like, man, I'm supposed to be married. I'm supposed to have children. I'm supposed to have this in my bank account. I'm supposed to be living in this continent. Like, what am I doing in College Park? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, where's my life at? And to, to really see other brothers as entrepreneurial successfully and as fathers and as husbands and I'm just like I'm really comparing myself to where they're at in life but I had to realize that you know well yo King Z how you comparing yourself to somebody else bro you wasn't born with nobody you ain't got no twin you ain't got no twin brother but <laughs> You're absolutely right. And and that's and that's really been my journey of introspection in that, you know, I'm 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 also writing a book um that is just highlighting that that inner journey to, to, to intimacy and to be able to see your true potential and to be able to acknowledge another's acquisition of their potential or striving for their potential without it canceling out your vision of your own potential. And, um, you know, to, to be able to round, to, to be able to sit around a campfire and to, to, to be able to converse with brothers and to just kind of reveal, you know, what's going through your mind as, you know, the world is shut down. And they're like, you know, you don't understand what it's, it's like to have two sons and, you know, be going through this with their mother. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just really showed me that we are all one and the same and that we need one another to be able to make it through the problems that we're, you know, handling with behind the scenes, you know. So in 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 just that season, you know, it was so easy to, you know, have a negative self-talk, you know, to where it was just normal to compare myself to others, you know, uh, in my own peer group that were for me and, and to me some of the best medicine at that time. But in my own mind, you know, I had kind of cornered and, and closed myself away from them to where I was seeing them in um in a in a light of of wanting to compare myself to them 
in in a detrimental way to myself. You know, here they are. They have children. They have. I mean, they are successful entrepreneurs. They're married and they have children, and they've got this going on, or they're traveling here and there. And I'm like discrediting myself, and I had to unlearn that perception of myself. And it was through my vulnerability, brothers. It was through my vulnerability around, you know, other men of a caliber that I aspire to, that I was able to be sharpened only through vulnerability, you know, through that sharpening process where it even revealed to me that, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't even know the struggles that they go through with those things as a, as a husband and as a father, as a successful, you know, solo or not solopreneur, but entrepreneur. Um, and, you know, it was, it was just through self introspection that, you know, each of these pillars that I'm looking at and admiring, you know, is, 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 is a reflection of me, number one, and my own attributes, my own aptitude. And then number two, I am to live vicariously through them as a, as how they engage with their sons as a father. I'm like, man, you know, I'm, I'm supporting him being a better father by, you know, providing this experience for them, providing this, you know, this meal. And now he and his sons, they want to eat more plant-based meals out of the garden. So it's, 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 it's fortifying in every way possible for us to come together um, in isolation as men and, and to, to accomplish something together, to be able to start a garden, to be able to construct greenhouses, to be able to go camping, you know, on an all men's trip. And, 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 and quiet is kept. Kinder Gardens or Kinder Gardens was a male only club at one point to where we would come together <laughs> and we would just <laughs> we would we take out the aggression, the frustration of whatever we're dealing with, and we would cultivate that soil with some pickaxes, bro. And I'm talking about we would yeah. laugh, we tell stories, we break open the blender, make some smoothies real quick, we throw together some kale, make some wraps and just laugh on the back of a truck having, you know, unloaded two loads of uh, wood chips to the garden. And, and those memories are just, you know, cherished. You can go on my personal page. At and find Zab- them. Yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen a lot of those. I've seen a lot yeah. of those. And for me, I, I got to say that I'm glad, first and foremost, that you added the, the queens because, you know, they would have came for you. They would have came for your neck. for nine They did. Years. They did. They did. We went camping one time, right? <laughs> We went camping for like four days. You and, the, and the sisters was DMing each of the different brothers. It's like, hey, can I join? Like, how can I be a part of this? Like, is this, is this something that's like a men's only thing? And, and then everybody came to the circle like the next day. It was like, hey, bro, uh, we're going to have to invite the sisters in some form or fashion. So it was, it was built out of integrity, you know, and mm-hmm. it was just intended to be or to be maintained in that way as sisters were involved and um, to see that you you can't have community really without having the sisters involved it, it only felt natural it only felt righteous to, to 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 extend our gates open to the sisterhood as having the brothers you know in, incubated themselves to deal with their own issues first you know, so that we could actually be a barrier of protection instead of an inclusive, um, abusive force. You know what I mean? Um, so it was it was just very beautiful to see how 
you know, the sisters came in and, and started to blossom and, you know, really took a lead in, in, in certain areas that were, you know, needed. So it was it's just beautiful to see the uh, the beautification of the garden. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what and I got to ask you this question. Yes, sir. What is what would the King Z at this moment in time tell the young King Z when he was 10, you know, nine, eight, 10? What would he tell him? And what would that same young King Z tell big man Z right now at this present moment? So I think my 10-year-old self would tell me to remember the sense of freedom that I, that I discovered going into the woods beyond my neighborhood and deciding to find a new way to get lost. And I, I, I really enjoyed that experience of just adventuring into the unknown and, and, and gaining a sense of direction and orientation within those woods because I was actually learning to find myself and fine tune my trust in myself and in the most high because it's like anything could happen to me. You're on private property. You could be a, a wolf out there. I mean, it's, you know, you could fall and hurt yourself and, you know, struggle to make it back disoriented. But, you know, by the most high's grace and and by your own sheer, you know, alignment with divine will, there's there's a sense of peace that you find in being surrounded in unknown woods and just discovering joy, the joy of uh, discovery. And, um, you know, I would, I would say, what was the second question again? No, and the second one was the same, like you right now, what would you tell the younger you, that 10 year old, because you just explained what the 10 year old you would tell you at this present moment. Mm. So now in reverse, what would you tell your younger self? Mm. Uh, I would say to my younger self that I'm, I'm, I'm present with you and I, I, I now know how important it is to maintain the spirit of, 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 of play, uh, to maintain the spirit of, you know, of, of, of attunement to, to myself. You know, I, I remember I could be locked in a room full of Legos for days and, and, and just be surrounded with a bucket full of Legos and, um, and be content, you know. I, I think that's that's one thing that I would tell my 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 ten year old self is that, you know, I strive to 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 find that, you know, activity to which through I can experience ultimate gratitude and content, and that um that I'm I'm gonna bring you along for the journey, you know. I'm gonna still be, be childlike in my essence. Well, the reason why I asked that question is because I remember um, I was incarcerated one time and I had an OG ask me that question. And um, when I thought about it, in both instances, I blamed myself, meaning that the, the um, I think I was around in my late 20s. And like the late 20s me was 
was actually asking for forgiveness to the younger me. And then the younger me was was cussing out, was blaming the um the the the, the late twenty year old me at that present moment in time. So as you know, as time been going on, I've been working on myself. So now when I ask myself that same question, it's completely different. You know, mm. there's um there's responsibility taken. Like my, my younger self would say, you know, I understand your struggle, but I'm glad you're making something, you're making amends with your past. And the me now telling my younger self, I was like, you know, I know I failed you in many instances, but look at us now. We still striving. We, you know, we still living, you know, the universe got our back. So I just asked that question just so people could see like, yo, at the end of the day is you and is you and you and yourself alone. You know, when you, when you got to go through certain journeys, you gotta, you gotta talk to King Z and King Z alone. So like, I just, it's, it's like a self-reflection question. So I just ask all my, um, I ask everybody who come on. It's just a way, just to let people know where you come from and where you where you intend to go with your life. Hmm. You know what I mean? And this gives us a better understanding. And you, my brother, like, I'm a link in this chain and it will not break nah, here. Break. You know what I mean? Yes. We, we, we're linked forever. You yes, know I mean? we're linked forever, and I kind of miss the uh, the Black Man Lab due to the yes. fact that to me that was a fellowship. Uh, I, mean? I met so many brothers. I met so many brothers. Like, if only I was able to partake in such an event when I was younger. Mm, you mm-hmm. know, if only. But, That's you know, necessary. I can't, I can't. You know, I can't cry over spoiled milk. We here now, and I'm You're glad young. that the younger ones You're... behind us they can experience that. So I'm hoping that these restrictions can be lifted and us brothers could gather once again and commune with each other, you know, and pour into each other. So, you know, like I'm, I'm extremely grateful because I met brothers like yourself and others that, you know what, whenever I see you, I, I smile. If I'm going through something, whatever I'm, I'm going through in my head, it goes away. And I, you know what I mean? I can sit and stand there and talk with you brothers. Yeah. And, you know, and, and spread Likewise. love. So. Come on, it's only right, and I'm extremely grateful you even give me the opportunity to bring you on my platform and speak on what you're passionate about. And here's a question I ask you: Where do you see yourself, or where do you see, you know, yeah, where do you see yourself being five years, ten years from now? Mm. Like your immediate goals, because I know immediate goals. You know, because those are seeds, and you know, seeds could take anywhere from one to five years at times. <laughs> right, but, right. You know, so I see myself five years from now um, operating with a base in Ghana, West Africa, helping to um, helping to to empower. You know, through education, through entrepreneurship, through, you know, health and wellness nutritionally, and through environmental advocacy, the communities in and around Ghana, you know, at a rural level, and even into the, you know, into the cities, um, so that the, 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 the future for, you know, generations here in Atlanta 
and and in Ghana and the continent at large um, can can be closer in in creating a bridge for commerce, for commune, for um, trade, you know, um, for experiences, uh, so that we can reconnect to our motherland. And I'll, I'll also share that in this past year, we have um, established a partnership in Ghana <laughs> with uh, the first certified organic farm, which is called the Restoration Village Farms. Okay. In um, the Volta region. It sits on 117 acres of land huh. and is... Uh, headed by my spiritual father, Nasik Yadiel, Prince Yadiel. And we've also partnered with their junior agro engineering program. So they have a youth-based training uh, facility that, you know, teaches the children how to establish greenhouses, construct, you know, drip irrigation, et cetera. And to be able to forge a a partnership with our student members and the children here in Atlanta with those in Ghana, you know, I, I definitely want to be hands-on with that. Man, like everything, everything you say, like, it looks like I'm going to have to take a trip to Ghana. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? I'm about to take a trip to the motherland. Hey, motherland come on. Me. Come but, on through, brother. Man, come listen, my through. brother, you don't know how grateful and grateful, grateful that I am that you came on, speak on the passion of why it's important for men and people to to understand the importance of agriculture and how it's truly our essence, knowing that we were the original beings. So this this was our essence from day one, you know. So we're just going back to the essence, and I'm truly appreciate, um, appreciative of you for coming on, you know what I mean? Got to give a big shout-out to Zadi L. That's my brother right there. That's the scholar soon to be author welcome to authorhood yes now, appreciate that brother thank you remember <laughs> i aspire to inspire others yes. through the power of my words you know mm. this is the this is the founder of kind of gardens based right here in college park um big shout out to you big bro um i truly appreciate you for even tapping into self to come out with such a wonderful initiative um and there's so many other things um also we got to give a shout out um to your um your jewelry brand. Oh, yes. Come yes. on. Man, how can we forget <laughs> that? So, um, whew, maybe about eight, no, seven years ago, uh, I started a therapeutic line of crystal adornments. Uh, it's called Shivat Sion. And it's Hebrew in concept, and it means to return to excellence. And uh, studying, you know, metaphysics myself and crystal therapy while on my healing journey, um, it it was kind of birthed out of, you know, the desire and the need to to create, well, the the need to adorn myself with things that were instilling a greater mindfulness and a reminding of certain affirmations, uh, certain areas that, you know, I was needing to heal and. And then the birth of my creative energy, you know, again, and the resurgence of, you know, using my hands to create, um, it just kind of became a well-oiled 
expression through which you know I would create crystal uh, jewelry infused with therapeutic oils and um, provide them with sound baths to attune them to a higher frequency and then bless them with a prayer in Hebrew and uh, you know placing them on the skin after that is is like a pulsating you know energy that you can feel whether it be on your wrist as a bracelet uh, in your ear as necklace I mean as earrings on your neck as a necklace or in your locks uh, as lock jewelry so if you uh, want to see more you can go on Instagram at s-h-i-v-a-t underscore t-z-i-o-n or to shabbatzion.com for um, our latest in adornments man i still got my black matrix one and i mean wear it on my wrist all the time you know and 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 to, to 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 not forget each of them have a an affirmation that they come with on a printed card so that you can continue to internalize the uh, vibration or the, the frequency of thought and mindfulness um, mentally as you're wearing the adornment physically so that you are returning to excellence in the holistic sense of your spirit or your spirituality. Man, my brother... Man, listen, we couldn't, I couldn't let this episode end without giving a shout out to your jewelry brand. You know, there was no way. Yo, I almost forgot. (laughs) (laughs) I almost forgot. I almost forgot. But besides all that, what's the other things that you got going on in the works that you can't really much speak on, but that you know you're going to bring out to the public? I know you spoke on your book. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it's, it's, it's it's a book. Can I can I share the title? Is that is that? Oh, no, my, by all, yo, my brother, by all means, we, you know. Okay. What I mean? I'm gonna be one. I gotta give me a signed copy. So the name of the book is called Inner Intimacy, and it's a journey. It's, it's subtitle is a journey into self love, self discovery, and mental health. And basically, it overviews uh, several different aspects relative to you know, the different schools of thought and, and awareness in our lives. You know, you have a university of self and, and all of the complexities of, you know, how to identify who you are. And then you also have, you know, segments on, you know, choosing your family and, and how important it is to, to, to participate in, you know, identifying your spiritual family, you know, and, and if that includes your physical family, so be it. Celebrate that even more so that, you know, you've been endowed with a lineage of, you know, spiritual consciousness um, as it relates to the healing or the health of your, your intimacy with your, yourself at the core. Um, and then, and, and it just goes into, you know, elements of um, Understanding how to understand the cycles of seasons and of, of, of the year, uh, of fasting, meditation, you know, just, just each chapter basically enhances a deepening of introspection and in, in in an introduction to the vast inclusive uh, universe represented in you. So 
that you can truly discover you know your purpose and ignite your passion and utilize your gifts to produce divine results so inner intimacy is, uh, is the name of this writing and it'll be uh, a multiple part series uh, inclusive of you know how to be more intimate with your partner how to be uh, more intimate with your children you know because if you're just you know closed off and oh this is this is my you know bubble you know anything outside of it doesn't affect me well then you're not going to be able to relate to too many people exactly. and as you include more people that you relate to and you you know intensify that relationship you know children can come out of it and it's important to be able to maintain that physical i mean that, that the holistic intimacy with yourself but you also now have to account for the intimacy of your partner needing to be maintained and then you know the conjoining of those two realms you know and 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 fostering that mutual exchange of intimacy together and the establishment of the intimacy in the children you know with themselves and with their purpose and what they're put on this earth to do while maintaining you know the proper uh channels of you know divine order in the family so it's um it's, it's, it's an exciting writing to write and i feel like I'm writing it as I'm growing. So I know I'm, you know, in alignment with that because certain life experiences are, are actually turning chapters in the book and I'm just doing my best to keep up and write it all down. So I'm, I'm very humbled to, uh, to bring forth the work of this caliber. Man, I can't wait to get my copy and I need a sign, King. <laughs> For sure. Tell you that from jump, uh, I will be For one of the sure. first first 10, 10 copies so make sure you let oh, me know because i love to support fellow authors um like this year makes me 10 years as a published author which is huge wow. you know what i mean wow. 10 years and just to know i wrote my first book while incarcerated so you know what i mean this is a milestone i never thought would happen you know what i mean especially my own mother you know she didn't approve of me becoming an author but you know we need to hear or deal with that but you know, for you to come into this realm, congrats, my brother. And I'm welcome, you know, welcome. And I like to support fellow authors because I know the struggle, you know what I mean? Promote your book, let people know how beneficial it can be for them. But I also tell people, like, now everything that you put out there is for everybody. So, you know, right. for those this is meant for, that's who will well receive it. So, you know, congrats, my brother, and, and welcome. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Welcome. Welcome, brother. And um, you know what? Um, big shout out to you. Thank you so, so much, my brother, for coming on in, man. I would love to have you on down the road again. And um, you know, just share your wisdom and share the kindness that you have, especially with kind of gardens, man. Like yo, big shout out to you. You um you you were a living legend in my eyes. You know what I mean? And can I, I can I yeah. Can I say something on that? Talk you know, we, we have a we have a few phrases of our own here at Kinder Gardens Academy. And one is that we are growing more than food. We are growing people. I share. And we're we're cultivating more than the soil. We're cultivating community. And then, you know, we, we also have like a tagline that says, kindness is king, but patience is queen. <laughs> Oh, gunshots. <laughs> Sounds like you play a lot of chess, my brother. 
Yeah, man, we should sit down sometime. You know what I mean? Sounds like you play a lot of chess, my brother. You know what I mean? Like, woohoo, bars. That's bars. You know? Um, on that note, we're going to wrap up. My brother, I, 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 I'm, I'm so appreciative of you coming on in. We got we to gotta do this again. We definitely have yes. to do this again. And um, please, my brother, stay in contact. I know you're busy and all that. Stay in contact with me, even via text. Sure. That's all that matters. Sure. You know what I mean? I could text all day. Via text, man, sure. my brother. We we got to stay in touch, my brother. You know, sure. love, love is love to King Zadiel for coming in on the check-in. To all the goddesses and the gods out there who tuned in and listened to this wonderful episode, I appreciate you for tuning in once again. King Zadiel, my brother, love is love. I love you, my brother. Thank you for Likewise, coming on. Likewise, perfect love. You know what I mean? Peace, love, and light to everybody who tuned in. Have a good one. We're going to see you again. Episode 10 next. Peace.